Hey, I'm Alan McGuire. And I'm Sarah Griffin. And this is Juvenalia, a podcast where we talk to an interesting person about a bit of pop culture that was important to them when they were young. Our guest today is our new boss, Woo. Cassie Delaney. Boss of, is very, very uh, strict word there. Yeah. She sends us down to the podcast minds every day, guys, <laughs> <laughs> taking with her bare hands. You might also know Cassie as one of the co-hosts of The Creep Dive, which is my wife's favorite podcast, which is fine. Also, uh, <laughs> I'm very calm and composed at this moment. And you're here to talk to us about something amazing. Please tell us what it is. I am here to talk to you about Art Attack. Yes. And I cannot believe that in like 74 episodes of Juvenalia mm-hmm. that no one has done this. No, I know. It's weird. I guess it's a combination of people who didn't have the channels, maybe. Because it was oh, purely... Oh, it was a great a, channel, wasn't it? We yeah. Yeah, who yeah were like, it was. We had two channels. And I'm like, yeah. wow, that's wild. Yeah. yeah. And I guess perf- people that were specifically like within five years of all our ages. So... But, okay, what I learned when I started like getting into it... It's been on TV for so, so long. Mm. So like even those annoying little Gen Z's who don't know the Spice Girls and Friends should know Art Attack. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I think for me, I this is is going to sound incredibly privileged, but my parents got me this little tiny little TV, like a little box TV in my room. Three brothers, the only girls. So like I needed a bit of solace. Mm. And my dad did some sort of weird, definitely illegal thing where he brought a pipe or a wire down from the attic that came out of my bedroom in a little hole and hung out of the ceiling and plugged it into the TV. So mm-hmm. I had a TV in my room with all the channels on it. Oh so did I. And I think yeah. possibly the same kind of ba- backwards, very illegal thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, with, absolutely yeah. illegally. I, don't, I still don't know how he did it. So yeah. I, um, I would go there after school and like straight up to my room and put on Art Attack. Because mm. it was on like... Exactly at that time. Yeah, it was on about the time you used to get home from school. And I mean, in my mind, it was on every day, which potentially it wasn't. No, it was. No, it would have been. If it was CITV yeah. on... Um, if you got off school at half two, give or take, we're being flexible here. Mm-hmm. If you get home at around three, you sit down, you're having your lunch or you're starting your homework or or being a generally recreational small creature yeah that is the time it was on at five days a week reruns or fresh it was always on yeah and my so i think this this art attack is so special to me because it's just represents such a special time in my life my mother was like a stay-at-home mom but she used to mind kids from our house again probably something completely legal that you wouldn't get away with today (laughs) but she minded like 200 children in our home who all came in after school and we all had to do our homework straight away, except we could watch Art Attack and then okay. do our homework. And she was also like incredible that when they had the, you know, the, the leader sizes of PVA glue, she would she would source those for us. So we had the, the supplies. Bottles, like the fairy bottle size yeah. glue. Yeah. Yeah, you texted yeah. me about this the other day and I was shocked. I've never met anybody who actually made something from Art Attack before. Oh, no, I have made... A lot of things from Art Attack. Okay, do you remember any of them? Sitting, yes. So we should probably say what Art Attack is first for okay. anybody. Yeah. So for Art Attack. you Gen Z kids out there who don't know what Spice Girls or Friends are. Friend who's not between like 27 and 35. This, Here's this is not your target <laughs> podcast. But um, so Art Attack was a little make or do craft program hosted by Neil Buchanan. Which I don't, has anyone ever been able to properly say his name? Is it Buchanan or Buchanan? I think it's Buchanan. Buchanan? Bu- yeah, but you have to say it as kind of a scouse. So it's Bew. Because he's from Liverpool. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and he actually, interestingly, was one of the creators of the show as well. Mm. So it was hosted by him and it was basically like, you'd have kind of a, a, an episode of maybe four 
craft projects that always involved an assortment of recyclable materials from your house, a lot of paper mache and a lot of acrylic paint. Mm. And he would make just these most incredible, useless things. Like, absolutely brilliant. So when I started going back and looking at older episodes, because they're all on YouTube, which is fantastic. And they're all 15 minutes long, which is perfect. Yeah. They get yeah. so much done in such a small click of time. They, uh, It's a very uh, economic, you know? It's just like 15 minutes, art attack, bam, homework. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, and I think it was, in, I got, had an interesting quote from him as well, where he said that in he did Art Attack for 15 years so it ran from 1990 which is really interesting um because I would have I would have watched it like I mean I remember watching it like when I was in the the grown-up part of primary school Mm. so like from the age of 10 where it probably would have been running already for 10 years I was born in 1989 so it would have been running for nine years yeah when I was watching it I remember watching like from the very start I remember seeing the first episode of Art Attack because I CITV was my my thing that I watched I never watched it then yeah, oh. I watched. I was a CITV. Well, person. I think if you yeah, had yeah. access to CITV, the den just seemed so like mm. underwhelming in comparison. Yeah, yeah. Totally, You're like, yeah. they don't have art. I mean, it was all about zig and zag, but like, mm. they just they didn't have the same caliber of programming as as ITV did. Yeah, um, so ITV had um, Art Attack and Nightmare. It so did. that's oh, where you wanted to stay. That's really yeah. where you want to be staying. I think yeah. Nightmare must have been on near when I had to do my homework because I but do not remember that. Oh, that was like that was like the la- half four show. Yeah, no, yeah. Nightmare yeah. is the elephant in the room of Juvenile <laughs> because uh, we're me and Alan. I don't think me and Alan had ever met anybody else who had seen it. We're just waiting for someone else who's seen it to do so it. We'll, yeah, we'll make it happen. But, but yeah, it's golden yeah. hours in CITV. Like. Yeah, and um, yeah. So Neil said he did the show for fifteen years, twenty series which resulted in 500 shows and 2,000 projects. Whoa. 2,000 art attacks. That's a lot of PVA glue, man. That's a lot yeah. of PVA <laughs> glue. That's a lot of Pritt stick, a lot of paper mache, crepe paper. Like the, the creme. Think of the sponges. The creme de la creme of art supplies. Like he used mm. just incredible things. And um, yeah, he would always make the weirdest things. So I really distinctly remember like a Halloween themed episode where he made this little paper mache devil popping out of like what originated as a paper plate but he had ripped ripped it and pulled back these things and paper mache around it and painted it the same colour as wall so it looked like a little devil was coming out of your wall and that hung in my kitchen <laughs> for years <laughs> my entire the back wall of my kitchen was covered entirely in mine and my brothers and whatever 200 children were there poor artwork like my mother was so committed and then in the midst of it just a mirror you know just to keep the walls slightly functional but like plastered in poor drawings um so yeah it was just like a fantastic little crafty show i think for mm. anyone who was in i don't think he even had to be creative to enjoy it but i was obsessed with creating things when i was younger just he made them look really manageable yeah. Like there was no, I feel like I spend a lot of my life now watching YouTube videos of extraordinarily talented people doing very complicated things that I can't approach. Mm-hmm. But sitting down and watching Art Attack as an adult, I'm like, I have potatoes. I can yeah. make a stamp. That was it. <laughs> I yeah. could do this. I could make a stamp and therefore I can now make my own wrapping paper. Like everything was so essentially useless, but like really, really inspiring that you really wanted to go and make them. These like giving you tools. That's yeah. what I noticed. It's mm. like he's teaching you tiny little useful things that you can carry with you. Yeah, and he had his little catchphrase at the mm. end of them all where it was like, try it for yourself. Yeah. And like that was the that was sort of one of the key things that they that made the series so successful, they say later, was that there was that real call to get people involved and to do it and people really mm. did. Um and even 
now, like in researching this for this podcast, there are still Pinterest boards dedicated to the art attacks really? and the little oh. projects and stuff that were there with little YouTube snippets of how to make them and mm. do them and recreate them again. Like, it's just... I was watching some of season three last night mm-hmm. and the thing he made was like a fossil. So you like got made of like a fish skeleton out of cardboard and crumpled it, like damage it and yeah. bashed it and stuff. So it was kind of bruised and then just covered it in toilet paper and PVA glue in layers and layers and layers of it. Then poured sand on that, but didn't let it get too stuck and then poured it off. And I was like, here you go. It's amazing like, yeah. that I remember what that art attack looked like. Yeah, I remember exactly. just from you telling me about it, what it was. And then the but, head would show up and do it really badly. Yeah. <laughs> it was, and it was, but at it was the end of this so one, funny. Yeah, at the end of this one, he said, but instead of sand, you can use like gold glitter instead. And I was like, oh, I've seen that like, the, like the 200 euro version of that in like loads of houses and interior design magazines. That's it. That's like a, tr- a gold, glittery gold trilobite. That was like in a footballer's wife's house, you know? <laughs> Yeah, it was just, and I think looking back on it now, it was it was actually just like it was a mindfulness activity to watch mm. Art Attack because you became so absorbed in what he was doing and seeing it from start to finish and then trying to go and do it yourself. It was just so relaxing. It's actually a really handy mm. parenting tool, I'd imagine. Do you yeah. Know? Like this is something that you could do with your kids for an afternoon or if you're a minder, like all the girls in my estate had minders. I was minded by my nana, but all my yeah. nana's friends minded respect- mm-hmm. respectively all of the other kids in the estate. And it is a really handy thing to do with a six-year-old yeah. is watch Art Attack make a thing. Yeah. You know, like that's a couple hours. It is. You know? it, you'd mm. be at it for hours, especially the paper mache stuff because mm. it was a two-day activity. Because if you dry, dry it, it, yeah. It, yeah. And, yeah, and I think that just my mother is like unwavering support of us being crafty was phenomenal mm. like to the point where I was I recently moved well I had been living at home and moved out and I went back you know those cupboards under the stairs that are just full of like centuries of shit I found a bag of clay there that I I cannot remember when I last touched so like that's yeah. there from those days like she used to take us to like not even the art and hobby shop because that was extortionate but yeah. like the Iron Hobby Shop is fucking insanely extortionate. I was yeah. in there recently looking for a pen and I was like, absolutely not. But like, I remember my mom taking me and my brother into like O'Sullivan's and the like art shops for college students mm. in town. And she'd buy us like, a, you know, a huge bag of clay, a 5K bag of clay, five big bag of clay. <laughs> that sounds like my mother is into some other really dark shit. But entertain your kids. <laughs> um, I'd say that would have really adverse effects. Um, but yeah, she used to take us in and buy all these things. And like, we were not, it was not a case of like, there was loads of money to get all this craft stuff. Mm. Like we weren't spoiled. But um, to just constantly have the things on hand and to be able to go, we went through I had like so many loo rolls and all that kind of stuff in the name of Art Attack. Cereal yeah. boxes, man. Yeah. Like the backs of cornflakes boxes. Like it's amazing. Really, when you look at it as a sustainability exercise nearly. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? That you can use everything in your gaff can become something else when yeah. you're six. And teaching kids those modes of thinking. Like I was the very same with making things. And like it does you good. Yeah, it does. Like it reframes the world for you. But I think I th- I really genuinely believe. So then when when my kind of like, you know, 
sort of media consumption journey escalated into my teens it was always changing rooms that I was obsessed with okay like, mm. oh my god I'm about to have a heart attack so I was just reading about Lawrence Lambone this morning because he's on this great British paint off thing at the moment where he oh. like he, it's like the great British bake off but painting Joel Gulby wrote about it mm. <laughs> it's literally watching paint dry <laughs> but um, but, but I'm I loved, into it <laughs> uh, yeah I'm there I loved changing rooms and I love Lawrence Lambone yeah so and much. like when I really think about every every type of of program that I like to consume and really evident when I'm on my own like my my girlfriend's been away for the last couple of days and I have spent all of my time watching Bon Appetit videos which (gasps) I know you adore um any any sort of make or do exercise and and some of like the YouTube channels that I subscribe to are DIY channels and I'll sit down and I'll watch you know change rooms non-stop and we actually did recently binge change rooms because one of the most enjoyable things you can do now is go back and look at people's reactions when they didn't love <laughs> oh my the god room. like bright red with flames on the walls or like like mirrors and turquoise like, like yeah. i know it was a different style era but like how any of that stuff passed oh, off yeah. as good design was is it just beyond me but um and like grand designs like i'll sit down and watch that and it's it all comes back to wanting the same feeling that art attack used to give me mm. of seeing something that wasn't anything become it's about the process yeah 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 there's a there's a netflix show which um I've, you didn't mention it so i assume you don't know about it, called the apartment where Lawrence well and bone mm. is one of the judges on it i've <laughs> watched it all. it's oh yeah watched, it's, yeah. it's amazing what, what is it? so it's uh it's like a sing, is a singapore or malaysian singapore isn't it it's yeah a, it's it's yeah it's a singapore reality show where all these interior design amateur interior design couples uh, get a, a different room of an apartment oh each week to do up and where and obviously one goes home and then at the end of it, they win the apartment. Mm. Uh, amazing. Yeah. I'm going to drink a bottle of wine and watch that tonight. <laughs> but they have to theme, each each week there's a different theme. So their houses are just so like incongru- incongruous. Yeah. Like they're just not in any way connected stylistically mm-hmm. at all. Like one room is like the beach theme and one, then they have like a... You know, they had like a Da Vinci team yes. for a sitting room so they had to cover everything in clay and like stucco yeah. and then none of the rest of the house like that whatsoever the, yeah, it's like a the, super modern Asian kitchen they were and, given artists <laughs> yeah. to style their oh rooms off and yeah. they were like this is the Picasso room and it's like this really doesn't work as your place of residence <laughs> like um, and so it is and it's all under the charge of Lawrence Wellenbow and I'm like yeah, and yeah he, he really wants to be the like the the bad Simon Cowell judge and he really over exit in a really oh, he wasn't way. he wasn't that yeah. guy he was very yeah. I met him when I was 12 years of age at a flower show with my grandmother oh, yeah. and my mother this where else would you this. meet him I know uh, I am wearing dungarees because I'm always on brand in this photograph <laughs> I put it up on Twitter one day then I got really embarrassed and took it down because I was no, like I'm a child it's so, so it's me my nana and Lawrence Wambo and he's wearing a cream suit with red roses on it and I was losing my mind I can remember that so clearly he was really nice to us he was Aww. really really nice to me and my he nana. does seem like a nice guy yeah. um as does Neil, which mm. I think is the yeah. the real He's the star of the show today. Yeah, yeah. but I yeah. think that that's the real draw of Art Attack is he was just so unwaveringly cheery and happy, yeah. and supportive of people's little art attacks. And, and he's so he young had, as well. Look now, if you watch back, yeah, he seemed like a dad yeah. then, but like he's like I don't know, is it twenty four, twenty five? No, he's twenty nine. This first season, I think. He he probably well he's fifty seven now so he would have been about twenty seven yeah six yeah when he started it he's like a, a little dot he's like, yeah. a, he's like a little friendly scouse George Michael kind of he has a little he cloth has hair. Yeah, yeah. and I think yeah. one of the things that he says so he has had a varied career so mm. he's still touring now with a heavy metal band 
um, which he'd actually formed pre-Art Attack. They won a, a a UK competition called Battle of the Bands. It was actually judged by like Brian May. Whoa. Yeah. And, like, so there was a big deal, but mm. apparently they just never really took off. Then he went and he, he worked in TV and then he did, because he was on another show called Number 73 or something. And that's where Art Attack originated. It was just a segment of that show, but it became so popular it got its own time slot. Mm. Um, so after he did Art Attack for 15 years, he brought the band back together and they had great success then later in life. And mm. they kind of uh, they're still touring. But he is also still he does grown up art now and he's a photographer as well. So like you can access his prints on his website and Looking I for his Instagram. <laughs> I really, really want to buy one. Are they good? They're they're Yeah, they are. They, so mm. they, they're like. A lot of kind of um, almost like chalk drawings and uh, they really heavily feature children, but in like in a cute way. Mm. So I don't know, I wouldn't be as, uh, I, I'm not going to critique his art now because I'm just such a fan of him. <laughs> but yeah. like, yeah, they, they are cute. Like they'd be really, really cute in a child's yeah. room kind of thing. It'd be nice to own a piece of Neil Buchanan art. That's exactly you know, yeah. like, Similarly to Bob Ross, I feel like it's one of those things where mm. um, like he means a lot to a lot of people. And yeah. there's a lot of there's a lot of those arts there's a lot of those arts art attacks out there mm. and to own a piece of that legacy would be tremendous yeah Do you know like like, it's a like we're thing. saying about wanting the jumpers because oh. there's yeah. there's such a like you just get such a warm feeling when you either see that art attack logo or hear the jaunty theme tune oh that's and it yeah. this <laughs> is an art attack the music across the board slaps we were listening to it this morning like mm. even the kind of ambient background i'm gonna use the word gentle vaporwave kind of like <laughs> yeah. weird lift music in the background it's fucking great all the way through it's a beautiful sensory journey to go on that's you know i mean and i think that's what it is i think that art attack was like just like an asmr experience for so many people yeah. growing up before we had the language to describe it as such um and I actually only recently realized that my real ASMR trigger is Bob Ross. Oh, he's Painting, great. especially when he's like, just flick the little flick of a tree. And he's got that lovely calm. Mm. And then you have those beautiful sound effects of the brush on the canvas. It's just You could just leave him rolling. Leave yeah. him rolling in the background and just watch him paint things. And it's like, oh, don't, that's okay. Yeah. Don't worry, there's no mistakes. Like, he's so tender. I, he was an army, um, I think he was a drill. Uh, a dr- not, uh, every time I say drill, I'm like, I walk backwards into hell, basically. <laughs> he was dr- a, a drill, drill sergeant. Drill. Yeah, he was yeah. a drill yeah. sergeant. Yeah. And um, after he left the army, he swore he would never raise his voice again. Mm. So his pursuit after being in the army was this hugely gentle life. Yeah, and he achieved it and it was mm. beautiful. And then his son also took over the joy of painting, um, but he didn't have the same effect. And no, there's only Ross. one like, yeah. and I feel like it's gorgeous. That's on, it's, it's on Netflix now and it's all mm. on YouTube. And again, it's one of those things that transcends generations. Yeah. There's a whole new generation of non-Spice Girl knowing non-Friends knowing Gen Z <laughs> kids who get that same, un, that same joy. And I feel like yeah. you could stick all of Art Attack on Netflix and people would be down people will be on absolutely that. Mm. you know it's and got it would same... still it would still make you want to make the things mm. oh, yeah. even though even though i knew at the time i have no need for this it yeah. was the process of creating it that i wanted to do you know mm. i think so many people reacted to it in that way and the little drawing skills that he teaches is one i was watching where he like does all of the weather and he shows you in three minutes he's like it's like this yeah. i watched one last night as well yeah yeah where he's like he shows you how to do the effect of snow on a branch it takes you through all of the weather and how if you draw a little tiny letter c inside of yeah. like uh inside of this it looks like a puddle or this it looks like light 
it's really small things. Mm. It's not with the pursuit of excellence or perfection in the mm. way so much of craft and tutorial Pinterest culture makes us feel like now because we all have cameras and everything's meant to look like a good mm-hmm. flat lay all the time. It wasn't in pursuit of excellence. It was in pursuit of like basic language skills of art. Mm. Yeah. This is how you kind of make this look like this. Yeah, like, and you really get the sense that he was incredibly passionate about art. Mm. Like he was, he was very creative. Like I was quite surprised to find out that he was the, you know, like the origin of those 2000 ideas that they were mm. it was really coming from him and he wanted to make them and show other people how to make them like what a compassionate thing to give the world yeah. be like look at this is how you turn like this is how you make fucking wrapping paper this is how you make slime lettering i love the slime lettering one did you see do you remember this one where you, I, I used to do this all the time when i was a kid like it teach like i feel like where you'd start off with your basic letters and he taught you how to draw slime around it because that's that's currency in primary school man being yeah. able to do the cool s being able to do bubble writing being able to do slime writing like that yeah that owns and i watched that one today and was like i know how to do that i remember that like it's like waking up a skill it's amazing how many of the things come back to you and i'm trying to find them um again i I was distinctly trying to find the ones that i remember making but even this morning i was with my older brother and i was saying that was going on to this podcast and his face lit up when i started talking about art attack again Mm. because it has the same feeling for him and we just sat there laughing we were with my mom as well and uh going through all the stuff we used to make and like she would she was describing then going and like picking the pva glue that had dried in off the table and all that kind of thing and like the cleanup and all that mess but i don't remember any of that kind of stuff i just remember the actual joy of sitting at a kitchen table then with these big you know those big chunky primary colored paintbrushes that had those Mm. awful hard bristles but he used them so i wanted them even though they were really really cheap awful paintbrushes um and yeah, just sitting there creating it all or the little kind of plastic egg cup paint tray that he used to have. I know. The yeah. Ones. yeah. Oh, my God. That studio. Sorry. We haven't even mentioned how beautiful mm. that and how much of a fantasy that studio was, because what makes it so visually iconic, I think, aside from Neil Buchanan in the red jumper, is the fact that all of the art attacks took place at a huge open pencil case, a wooden one. Yeah. In a landscape of giant art and craft supplies mm-hmm. it was so beautiful the set was enormous like it was really um and he would just like come in from anywhere and any yeah he was yeah. walk out from behind a dish of paint like they were all it was mm. huge like it's it was, really appropriate that it started in 1990 because it feels like a super 90s set mm, i'm actually surprised was, that they they kept it up that they i'm surprised that they had something that 90s in 1990 because yeah. 1990 yeah. is kind of still spiritually the 80s you know no, so it yeah. feels like 93 94 kind of level of it had hit children's tv sophistication they yeah. actually they revived it for the disney channel in 2011 and the mm. set still looks very very similar to Good. as it was mm. originally Good. created which is just fantastic they still wear those red jumpers with art attack um yeah it was just a beautiful little show and i just think it if people are anyone who works in kind of the creative arts now or even in any sort of creative career can attribute art attack to their source of inspiration i don't think anybody has a bad association with art attack you know anybody who watched it kind of loved it Oh, if you do, please think, don't email us. Yeah, no, that <laughs> would be so a super sorry. bummer. I do remember, <laughs> I do remember one, one art project that he did where he got like the giant tubes of poster paint and he just did them in little circles on a piece of paper and then he got a toothpick, a toothpick and before he Oh my God, I watched it, that one today. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, no, look at this or this is where the magic happens or something. And he just like drags the paint and it kind of creates this sort of like spider web effect of flicked paint or whatever he used the word i remember i only watched this morning he used the word catherine wheel 
yeah. which is not the way mm. things are described but it is exactly what that is and most people don't know what a fucking catherine wheel is <laughs> but i remember them because they were illegal and terrifying at halloween they're a big spinning firework yeah. that goes in the ground that everyone runs away but that's what it looks like it looks like a flaming wheel yeah like so i remember doing that one and like creating like getting a big piece of paper and doing that with oh, the with the, the poured out paint mm. but like a it never dried because <laughs> it's just like yeah, yeah. you've got this like inch of paint on just you know regular kind of pc paper or whatever yeah. it just never dried and then when you flicked it the page had gotten so wet that often oh. the toothpick was just going through the page so there were a couple of like fails he did that one he did a big one of that afterwards yes. which was did, so impressive it didn't work at all though it, i thought it looked he, cool whatever i hanged on in my living room thank you very much Lawrence we Malibu, in, and it was daddy looking <laughs> we were in mexico a few years ago and we did like a cooking lesson and we did like um chocolate art for the dessert Ooh. and this the, the Tupac thing was one of the things we did and it actually works with chocolate. Like, I'd say so. With, like I'd say, circles yeah. of white and dark chocolate. But it's chocolate. not like big, huge, yeah. like toothpaste size rings. Yeah. Of, like, yeah, just yeah. You can imagine yeah. these like little kids just holding their paper at each end and like oh. <laughs> all of the paint just gathering in the center and it just being a total mess. Mm-hmm. And there was other ones like um, the same, you pour, there was a lot of like just free flowing Pouring paint. paint. Yeah, yeah. Just drop stuff. And so decadent yeah. looking. And mm. the straw that you would just pour it oh, yeah, onto yeah. a page and get a straw and blow through and we create again this kind of like firework effect of mm-hmm. paint on the page but that was just loads of kids spitting loads of skirting boards with bits of paint on it from when they it just went too far because nobody put down enough newspaper yeah it was yeah. just it um, was so decadent and what they don't show you I was just thinking about that the things the fucking sideboard or like the blue teeth <laughs> and the throwing up the, yeah there is green paint in my sinuses now forever <laughs> is that you don't see any of the brown mixed paint water you don't see any of the cleanup it's no. such it's such a like um, main line of that good shit like the successful craft project yeah but he also like, like he had a different paintbrush for every colour oh, you yeah. know there was all that kind of stuff that we didn't really see and then of course the big art attacks at yeah. the end of the episode where you had to go and you know he's on the ground and he's doing something like what is this what is this mm. and then you get the aerial shot and oh. he's made a self-portrait like, out of tinfoil or something. It's like that's a whole other area of expertise from what he's doing mm-hmm. the other things. It's, I don't it's know totally how different skill set. Yeah. We were t- looking at him last night going, how is he visualising this? How is he... He must have been hopping back and forward to the cameras. Like there must oh, have sure, been... Oh sure, we watched one last night where he was like doing, he had like a, a white line painter for a cricket field. Whoa. Yeah, because they did were all, huge. He did that in one line from what it seemed like. Yeah. I was like, how... And like this is this is before we had drones and stuff. So the production was really high end. Mm. That they were outside getting these huge, obviously crane Cranes, shots yeah. of his uh, of his giant art attacks for a fifteen minute segment on a weekday afternoon. Like yeah. it's, when you think about the level of like resources and care that went into something, I guess it shows that so many people were impacted positively by it mm-hmm. because it was made with a lot of care and a lot of um, thought and scope. Yeah, like there was mm. one I watched today with um, cardboard boxes where he built these pyramids. Um, on a pitch, he, he built this scene of like these this sphinx and these pyramids out of cardboard boxes. It was fucking enormous, and I was like, "Where did you get those? Like, where did you get all those identical brown cardboard boxes from?" Yeah, mm. do you know? I was sourced. They all had uh, e- Egyptian coffee or something written on the side of them as well, you know? Because a part of the, the wee little sketch was that he looked at the boxes and was like, Egypt, huh? Yeah, <laughs> he always got inspiration yeah. from something, uh, from the materials, which uh, was great. Now, I also think that it's aged really well as a TV show yeah. mm-hmm. because there's been no, even though, like, you know, Neil went on to kind of be the lead guitarist in a heavy metal band. What are they called? I, I was really hoping uh, they were going to be Marseille. Heart Attack. Marseille, okay. And, um... Yeah, they, they, they're like, and he's kind of, 
moved into that genre and he's done really well and they're quite successful but everyone's still like oh he's still cheery neil you know mm. there's but there's been no scandal associated with him like no. he's a nice painter photographer you know musician chill that yeah he's still really really cool the only bit of scandal that i could find from art attack was that apparently in head you can see the word sex in his hair. No. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. Which is one of those like classic 90s, like let's destroy something. They've written the word sex secretly somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know, it just. What's it's- that for our generation, right? Where it's just like all these YouTubers hiding the word sex or like fuck in the background of their sets well, like there's all no way. saying all right stuff in their it's YouTube It's them all, it's them all gently yeah, yeah, red pilling their yeah. audiences. That's Think, right. But yeah. Like, Metalheads are, tend to be very gentle people in real life. I think they are kind of pretty gentle. Any I've known tend to be very gentle. They get You're all out in music. Also, hang on now. This is agenda shit. Alan is like a barely reformed metalhead himself. I was never a metalhead. I was the admin on a metal forum, but that was just because... Oh, it, that doesn't count. I think that that's, that no, was Alan applied sort No, of but only because that was the one for music forum. I didn't actually, I've never... Yeah. I was never... I don't know good metal from bad metal. Oh, okay. My thing. I don't I, actually I just, metal. It's so yeah. beyond me. I don't know metal yeah. full stop. I, don't, I can't. I don't. But like... It's, in it's that where I just can't get into it. It's, it's I've too been to more metal gigs than big, I care to yeah. admit. I was a metal girl. I was a metal girlfriend, so I was like mm. dragged around to different metal shows. I've seen like Steve I, Joe Satriani, Bay Malmsteen, Metallica, Slipknot. <laughs> I've just crowd of screaming people in black with long hair and me at the back kind of holding myself going when is this gonna be over oh no I was at home paper mache and guitars <laughs> like, so I never actually went that far um so yeah that was the only only thing that like anyone bad where is could it say. hidden on him so I have a little visual here that it's uh, obviously it's been covered the by BuzzFeed unbelievable. and it's so the head was a character that was a kind of a, a bust made from clay puppet character who would uh, rehash the steps needed to complete the art attack. But he would do it badly. He would always do his badly, but he yeah. had little snippets of Neil doing it. Yeah. And it was just, you know, the nice little wrap up for the audience. Um, so apparently, like in his fringe, now there's such lo-fi images, but like you can actually, oh, you can, you can actually mm. make out the word sex. Yeah. The X. yeah. And like, you know, that's kind of faux spaghetti hair. It's very clear. Do you I mean, think it's actually intentional or is this one of those things that once you see it, you can't unsee it, but it wasn't actually Well, that in. E is very that well is, formed. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, it, it, it does seem like it could have been intentional. On that note, I don't believe the sex and the dust of the Lion King scene is, no, scene is intentional. I don't know why. That's, or the dick in the castle and the Little Mermaid. Yeah, or Jessica Rabbit's um, underwear in Who from Roger Rabbit either. But I, I do don't think, think so. this one But that one probably, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, so how to get your love? Somebody had to make that with their hands, and it was there again and again and again, and nobody clocked it. I feel yeah. like nah, you know. But do you yeah. think that if you operated in the world of like children's TV programming and you were instructed to make a prop, you would say, "Haha, I'm going to write sex or something." I just don't think people it's operate such, like that. It's so funny. It's such a stupid word yeah. to write. Do you I think know? think it might have because remember that you know remember Rainbow. Yeah. So remember, I couldn't watch Rainbow. I had nightmares no about it. I couldn't watch Thomas Tank Engine, but Rainbow owns. Still get like a bit of a nervous reaction. Don't when like I the bear. Yeah. Don't like the bear. Don't like the pink lad. Zippy. It was yeah. the pink. It was the pink, pink George. lad. George the hippo. Oh mm-hmm. no. Yeah. He had horrible little eyes. Haunted my dream. But yeah. Zippy's really funny. Zippy's got like a Kermit face. Yeah. Mm. You know? But thing is they have you've probably seen that video of them like doing a super like um 
euphemism filled version of Rainbow that they recorded for their Christmas parties to show to people Uh, so they were doing that kind of stuff but not necessarily putting it out for broadcast it's like where um, they're like peeling a banana oh I did see this two skin three skin so they do all that but so yeah I was obsessed with Rainbow absolutely was obsessed was that CITV as well are we on like a, high, was, a high level CITV that was early vibe? morning so it was uh, ITV but it was like early morning stuff so if you were sick you, from school you'd see it you just don't get TV like that anymore no. do you no, like, like Rosie and Jim up, as well oh, yeah, uh, like, Sudi and Sweep come on now little hand puppet friendos they were great you're describing my childhood yeah, yeah and yeah. waking up and watching SMTV live on a Saturday <sighs> morning oh my god my life goal as a child was to work on something like SMTV live or live kicking yeah. like that yeah. the, the level of chaos and like good vibes on those television shows were huge like Live and Kicking was fucking gas mm-hmm. Trevor and Simon were the, the two funniest men in the universe to me where are they now where mm. are you Trevor and Simon they were on, <laughs> like, they're like on QVC the, for a while mm. yeah. Anton Deck and Kat Dealey Kat right? Dealey like, yeah. amazing um, yeah and actually like my my happiest time of the week now is a Saturday morning when I watch RuPaul which I think is just like the yeah. adult equivalent Absolutely, of, of yeah. SMTV something Live. was definitely lost when they replaced all those with cooking shows on Saturday yeah. and Sunday mornings yeah. Give a kid a Saturday morning where they can just watch Saturday morning cartoons. Like, it's almost yeah. a... Yeah. It's a thing itself. Like, mm. it rolls off the tongue and it's of a particular era. Kids that want to watch Tim Lovejoy just resentfully interviewing celebrities. No, no, they just... Know? I don't know what they do now. Nobody does, but... Like, yeah. But it's definitely... Yeah, collective experience. Mm. There's a real gap. And bring back Art Attack. I actually think if you were to bring back a very... A daily craft program when people got off work, I'd people be a lot less anxious. You could do that shit on YouTube for, like, the price of a few rolls of toilet mm. rolls. PBA mm. Blue Man. I feel like we could... <laughs> Could definitely do it here in the yeah. studio. <laughs> copyright TMTM, copyright. <laughs> I actually worked but, on a RT version. Go on. Way back. I used to do music for kids shows mm-hmm. uh, very briefly. And one that I did music for Sounds was... Like something a metalhead would say, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was The Curious World of Professor Fun and Dr. Doll. Oh which my God. Which Megan Casty starred in as yeah. Professor Fun. Yeah. I've never heard anybody else reference that and I'm not supposed to reference it, but I've got some great clips. Yeah, no, I, so I wrote all the music for that. Um, Did you? Yeah, but obviously the budget was much smaller. It didn't. Have, the set was like maybe half the size of this room. Wow. Um, so th- you need that. Exp- like it was a good show, and like they everybody was really good on it. Yeah. But doesn't have the art attack expansiveness. Oh. They, they they couldn't do a big art attack or a big presser fun, you know. Yeah, and so. I think there so there was obviously a rival to Art Attack, which started in 1994, which was Smart, <gasps> which was the CBBC equivalent. Oh, I remember that. Their craft program. But that was so much, it ended so much darker because I, you guys know this and this is where my, my creep dive. Yeah. I couldn't, like, I couldn't, and this happened to me last night. I got totally distracted and went down a total rabbit hole of Marseille and where they are, Marseille and where they are it's now. It's a crossover and, like, episode now. It's fine. I looked at Neil Buchanan's um, leather waist jacket collection for far too long. But, <laughs> so Smart was, yeah, basically like this, the the kind of, CBBC equivalent and it was the same almost like carbon copied kind of programming they had little art tutorials they had this character Morph who would come in and little <gasps> inserts I fucking and like, love Morph yeah so he was like a little claymation character as yeah. well and he would and he friends and he like yeah. yeah and he would kind of like there was little skits that he would do and he would also help he was like that paperclip character like who would, yeah. Yeah, yeah he would just explain things to you but uh, so Mark Spite, who was what a the, name, yeah, who was the presenter, one of the presenters of Smart. It was a, a slightly different format. I think they had like two or three presenters. Mm. So 
in 2008, he was engaged to one of the uh, Hollyoaks actress called Natasha Collins. But she passed away of an overdose and it was suspected that Mark had given her, had supplied her with cocaine. So he was arrested for murder by... um, by supplying the class A drugs but the toxicology reports found that or the toxicology reports were inconclusive but her body was covered like 60% of her body was covered in skulls I thought you were going to say paint oh my god (laughs) so dark so dark but if we don't laugh we'll cry Um, I thought you were going to say paint like, like, 60% of her was actually paper mache and she, she they haven't still haven't located 60% no, of her so torso legal. oh my god um, so yeah it was was covered in skulls and she was discovered she was discovered in the bath um but yeah it was it was suspected that he had supplied the coke supplied the cocaine and then he later died by suicide oh my god so you can't really reminisce about smart because knowing no. how dark things and must have been the art show that was used to be on CITV before Art Attack was Rolf Harris. So you always can't reminisce oh about my that. Oh it's cursed. It's cursed. It is actually, yeah. Art Attack Except is very special. the gift that was Neil Buchanan. Yeah. Because he's just, he hasn't done anything wrong. He's a golden child. It's that Bob yeah. Ross thing, man. We were that, like, to be that, to be the kind of presence who can effectively and compassionately teach young people fucking arts and crafts, right? Yeah. You kind of got to come to that squeaky clean. You have to. Yeah. Like, part, like you're doing a disservice to the kids watching you if you're going to be literally out here railing coke and like murdering your girlfriend. Yeah, like, exactly. Come on. It's you know? really traumatic to, to later um, to, to later think about that. And I think that's why, so over the last couple of years, there's all these constant rumours that Neil Buchanan dies. Like mm. people are always like the fake news announcing his death or he's mm. found, he's been found. forever. He's been <laughs> yeah. found dead. And I think it comes from the scandal around Smart and what happened there. Yeah. Also, I think he's that exact level of fame where you can't easily track down what he's doing right now. Yeah. I just did a quick Instagram so you Google. It. Yeah. Got yeah, it's quite so hard. So it is believable and it's also, you would be very upset if you heard about it. But also, he's he looks quite unrecognisable now as oh, well. So I think that's, well, he just, he's aged, his hair is a bit longer and he wears these leather waistcoats. So yeah. if you no don't see him in the red jumper, he, do, he just doesn't exist. The red mm. jumper did morph into sort of a red zippy fleece at one point mm. though, I think as well. I feel like there was mm. lots of iterations of the red jumper. His sneakers were also excellent. My husband was like leaning in front of the television trying to figure out what kind of Nike <laughs> Jordans he was yeah, he, he always had really, really cool shoes yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he was kind of like um, like Art Seinfeld and how he dressed whoa with the haircut <laughs> yeah. I feel like the haircut and is the jeans yeah, yeah. yeah oh yeah. my god yeah. I'm glad he's okay I'm glad he's doing mm. well he's doing he's really well bliss. yeah he and um, so it, he did this interview in 2011 when he did a, he launched an adult art show where he kind of released some of his prints um, and some of his photography. He actually has a photography exhibition coming later this year. No way. Yeah. To Ireland? Uh, well, I don't know where, but just according to his website, oh just yeah, yeah. launching <laughs> later coming. this year. Um, and yeah, he's it, like, people often say to him, like, obviously, you know, Art Attack surely is the height of your career, like the thing mm. you're most proud of. And he says it's not, that his his blood is, you know, he's a musician, that that's what he wants to do. But he's just one of these inherently creative people who just wants to make mm. beautiful things and metal music <laughs> <laughs> and so gently that's that's what that's what's amazing to me about it is that it is so gentle and so without ego almost the, not quite to the extent where it's without personality but it's it's not um a show about neil buchanan yeah know? but he's such an integral part of it yeah and it, it is that though it, it was not about him but 
you remember his face and his facial expressions and his enthusiasm. And he was just like, he was this sort of good character teacher and supporter. And then you had the comedy from Head. So it was just mm. a perfectly formed TV show. And so tiny. And 15 so, minutes. Yeah. Mm. Oh my God. Yeah, but brilliant. I'm big in my emotions about Art Attack now, lads. That's, uh, that's very real. It so. is rare to have something that you have like 100% positive. Yeah. Like you, you can't fault it looking back. It's it's gorgeous. It's very unique, I think. Yeah. And because it was so ubiquitous and such a, it was so short and sharp and just always on in mm-hmm. that way. Like you kind of nearly freak, for me, when I knew we were going to talk about it, I was like, of course we have to talk about Art Attack. But it is something that disappears into the annals of your memory. Mm. You yeah. Know? Until it's, until something stirs it and then you start remembering every single detail. I think part of the, the I suppose part of the joy of Art Attack also was that time slot you're mm. just home from mm-hmm. school you're in the stress of the day is over art attack is on the tv brilliant it's association with freedom as well mm. like so many arts and crafts i feel like kids do still make arts and crafts right something in me withered there in that moment where i thought maybe they don't anymore. i don't know but what the children do anymore what do the children do i don't know i'm not a parent i don't know like uh you would hope that it would still function now like that you could still stick on art attack and it would still I really think it would yeah I really really think it would would work Um, and like maybe kids are maybe kids are getting those kind of little um, programs from YouTube and stuff like that I don't know but there definitely isn't well it's still running on the Disney channel but I don't think there's been anything quite as good for any any like age group since then it's amazing yeah it's beautiful so have you any final thoughts or like my only final thought on Artak is that I, I want to go now and make things. I want to make, I, I, I saw him making some things with cut up sponges yeah. that gave me a tremendous emotional like leap. I was like, I have so many of those under my sink. They have 50p. <laughs> yeah, you, know? you, could, you could make something incredible with it. Now I'm thinking of um, when I exchange his terrible sponge <gasps> outfit. That yeah. yeah, I kind of like that. I, I mean, I liked it. how it was yeah. referenced later on, and no, and that it was pretty good. Like, the, it was a story, okay. you know. It totally yeah. was. I, I, I actually liked that originally. Yeah, um, I got I got what she was trying to do there, <laughs> trying offered yeah. it. Yeah, but know? I guess I suppose Art Attack probably was the only the only negative about it was that it filled people with the confidence that now has probably transcended into people doing really bad DIY projects at home and stuff. Oh, like there was nothing that PVA glue couldn't fix and paper mache. Like you could yeah. make anything the feeling of pva glue driving drying on your hands and slowly taking it off your own skin yeah is still the best feeling in the mm-hmm. world like it's amazing like absolutely incredible n- like print stick can't give you that like it's <laughs> gotta did, be that sweet pva yeah. um i did once see a tutorial for a charcoal mask that was pva based and you poured the charcoal from inside charcoal into capsules PVA. into it and you mixed it around oh my God. and i did it oh. and it was with a bat the worst (laughs) the worst decision i have ever ever in my life made whatever (laughs) whatever benefit you get from the charcoal is totally totally negated by the poor effects of peeling pva glue off your face oh my god i i can i'm secondarily feeling that on my eyelids for you like i just can't Mm. hands fine hands are hardy face Mm. not hardy not a good idea no not a good idea so we gotta go get the jumpers or fleeces somehow that's my mission for the day even though i am next live show we'll all be wearing 
uh, vaporwave yeah, or sack jumpers. Yeah. Like I'm yeah. not even a little bit joking. I'm yeah. going to find one. I'm looking around the table now and I'm looking at a tissue box and a bunch of empty cups and I'm like, oh, I could totally make a robot out of those. <laughs> you absolutely could. Or a pirate yeah. ship or something, mm-hmm. you know? Or like there was one where a cereal box became like a puppet stage and then he made oh, puppets. Yeah. The little string puppets. I mean, there's just... I just... I was brilliant. So we all get more arty and more crafty and we also all have to revive the concept and turn it into a YouTube show. That's mm-hmm. the team. There we go. So Cassie, tell us all about the other shows on Tall Tales. So the other shows on Tall Tales, there's loads of them now, actually. Mm. Uh, We're a little family. So uh, Tall Tales is a network of Irish podcasts. We have Mother of Pod, which is a hilarious approach to parenting. The Creep Dive, which is presented by me and Sophie White and Jen O'Dwyer, where we... uh, deep dive into the stories that make the headlines that you don't really investigate any further. So it's the weird and wonderful stuff that has happened often with um, very sinister side effects. Um, We've got You Guys, Juvenalia. We've got Pure Filth, which is a sex podcast and uh, body positivity. And we have loads, just loads. I can't actually ream them off. I need to have my little spreadsheet in front of me, but (laughs) we have loads launching later in the year as well. So follow at Tall Tales Podcast for all your podcast updates. There we go. So that's us. Thank, Thank you so you much, guys. Cassie. Thanks, Thanks for Cassie. having me on. I've been dying to oh, do this so <laughs> long. Yeah. Hey. So good. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Uh, so there we go. We're back. Thank you, Cassie. Who's still in the room because this is your house. Well, not your actual <laughs> house, but this is the Tall Tales, Tall Tales Towers. Yeah, yeah. literally. So uh, thank you so much for coming and talking to us about Art Attack. It was yeah, beautiful. Lovely. Um, who else will we thank? We will thank Dee McDonald for our work. Which is stunning as always. It's always and good. Probably by the time this episode is out, it's not on a jumper, but it will be on a jumper this year. <laughs> I'm making it happen. Um, what else do we do? Oh, uh, follow us on all the social media places. We couldn't get actual, like just at Juvenalia anywhere. So if you just search for Juvenalia, you will find us at some variation on Juvenalia underscore podcast underscore pod on Instagram and on Twitter and I think we have a Facebook we do have a Facebook but who's on Facebook Facebook? Twitter and I'm on Facebook but that's just me Um, good on you you're holding out till the very end I'm I'm trying to change it from the inside oh yeah Yeah. (laughs) turning it upside down yeah Um, so also uh, you could also follow us and or support us on Patreon yeah which we are not which is which is not as new as it was on the last episode. Um, From where we're recording it, we launched it yesterday. But mm. for you, it's like a month ago. So it's still there. You're probably bored of us by now. It, it is still it. there. And it's a euro or five euro. And thank you for Oh both. yeah, we'd absolutely like love you to pieces if you give us a euro a month. That would... We'll also send you a sticker and a badge. Yeah. And stickers and badges are deadly. So... Yeah, that'd be so nice of you. And um, if you give us a fiver, we'll let you listen to our sneaky uh, secret episodes of which we will have four-ish a year, um, which is Juvenilia, the college years, uh, where we'll talk about things that we were into when we were like not quite teenagers, probably a little old, things we watched while hungover in college. To yeah, that effect. exactly. That's um, it. Which will be, list- which will be Patreon uh, five quid tier only. Uh so yeah, thank you for also putting up with us talking about it because we realised that, you know... Yeah, we won't mention it as much going on we won't forward. Go we'll just mention it as part of the other stuff. Yeah. Um, so that's it for us for another two weeks. Um, yeah. Go listen to other Tall Tales podcasts while you're here, like The Creep Dive or Mother of Pod. And yeah. we'll see you soon. See you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.